I would feel more optimistic about a bright future for man if he spent less time proving he can outwit nature and more time tasting her sweetness and respecting her seniority. From E.B. White. Hello, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for April 27th to May 4th, 2018, the full pink moon. And here are some natural events. Those pussy willow twigs in a bottle of water on the dining room table are dropping their bud scales like dark beetle backs and their soft catkins like tiny cats that land on their feet. And this makes sense because catkin just means little cat. Glimpses of green are appearing on their shiny brown stalks. And yet this is just one tiny part of the vast wrenching transformation going on all over the northern hemisphere at this season. Called forth by the growing warmth and light, the kingdom of green is emerging to overtake the kingdom of gray. Drinking spring rain and soaking up sun everywhere, buds are swelling and stretching awake and alive after their long sleep, like like us getting out of bed in the morning. Are they a little stiff and sore, too? The wonder of these bulging buds is that they contain within them in embryonic form all that will emerge over the coming season. All the possibilities, all the plan and design of leaf, twig, flower, fruit, nut, and seed are tucked into these buds waiting to come forth in the fullness of time. All the potential of Beauty and food for other creatures are here in these buds. All the nectar and pollen for bees. All the nuts for squirrels. All the apples for deer and humans. All the grasses for grazers like deer and moose, horse, sheep and cow. All the foods that all the animals cannot make for themselves are now being made as the plants return to their task of feeding all of us, two-leggeds, four-leggeds, six-leggeds. If ever spring failed to come, we would be helpless and hungry without our green plant providers. Here's a Swamp Dweller report. The night of the amphibians has come and gone for this year, and your commentator missed it again. This is because he prefers to go to bed soon after dark rather than tromp around in the rain, in spite of all of his talk about feeling at home in nature. Nevertheless, the wood frogs, Lithobates sylvaticus, are quacking, and the spring peepers, Pseudacris crucifer, are whistling in the swampy areas for all to hear. And the salamanders will soon be laying their eggs, if they haven't already, there's a beautiful vernal pool in the Wisdom Woods on Awanajo where salamander eggs can probably seen, be seen right about now. And I'll never forget watching a huge spotted salamander, Ambistoma maculatum, 
uh, slowly dancing underwater in a ray of sunlight through the tall spruces in this pool many years ago. Despite their name, spotted salamanders are hard to spot. They're numerous in our area, but they're very shy. They may be up to 10 inches long and live over 30 years, and they always return to the same pool in the spring. Their eggs are protected by a cloud of jelly, either white or clear, attached to a twig or a stem under the water, giving them some protection from predators. And when they hatch, they will live in the pool until it dries out, and then they will disappear into the soft, damp duff of the forest floor until next spring, when they will return to their natal pool. Here's a saltwater report, the ospreys. Like their larger cousins, the bald eagles, the ospreys were once few due to the ravages of DDT, but now they inhabit every continent but Antarctica, circling and chirping over the waters, and then folding their wings and dropping like a stone into the waves to rise with a quivering fish in their talons. Once from our back door, I look up to see an eagle attack an osprey in midair, which dropped its catch to be caught by the eagle. Once ospreys lined the banks of brooks and streams, filling their bellies with millions of alewives migrating upstream, as they do no more. But maybe they will again one day. And here's a rank opinion. The osprey craves no vengeance, no violence, no victory. It wants only to tend its nest and feed itself and its young. It wants only to soar undisturbed on silent wings, to live where it will, and to die that its young may live. That is enough for the osprey, and that is enough for every other creature. And why is it not enough for us? And finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you. First from Albert Clark. In our daily lives, we must see that it is not happiness that makes us grateful, but gratefulness that makes us happy. And from a Vietnamese proverb, when eating fruit, think of the person that planted the tree. That's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>